Welcome to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts. I'm your host, Marty Elliott, along with me today, Christine Ray, president of ProNet Sports, and also Ryan McKnight, who is the warehouse supervisor. Welcome, folks. Hey, how are you? Fantastic. Are you yeah, mm -hmm. fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on board. Look forward to uh, talking about uh, your company and the history of, of your company. So uh, let's get into this. Let's get this started. Christine, perhaps you can start and share with the audience when and uh, where the company originated and uh, take us through that timeline, if you will. Well, um, the company originated through my father-in-law. He owned a sports store at um, Connor and Pape or Danforth and Pape in Toronto. Um, he was approached by the Toronto Maple Leafs organization at the time, and this was in the early 1960s to make a pair of hockey nets. And they were made out of four pieces and he made them by hand. He was a fisherman, so he they, they were actually knotted. So he actually knotted every mesh and it took him over a week to make them. Um, at the time, there wasn't any bumpers or um, you know all the stuff you see now, which is the netting. So that's pretty much how we started in the NHL. Um, like, yeah, almost 60, 60 years ago. And then we go from there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Where, where, whereabouts is the business located now? Is it still in the Toronto market? Oh, yeah. We're in Mississauga. Okay. Um, 23 years ago, I used to work in the healthcare system. And they were doing all the government cutbacks. So my husband and my father-in-law were doing this still a part-time. And they just we just sat down as a family and said, you know, do you want to you know, I was, I got offered a package because I, you know, I don't know if you remember when they had all the Ontario cutbacks. And so I was offered a package. So we just decided that I would take some time off. And plus my daughter was only 12 and it was an opportunity for me to stay home a little bit with her. And so I just started pounding the pavement and knocking on doors. And, and yeah, this is, we just started um, like a lot of my customers I have now and distributors I've had for the full 23 years that I started. Um, the, some of the, the companies were like sports systems. Um, they were, I think they were called sports systems unlimited at the time. Uh, Ice Pro, Amcon, uh, Becker Arena product. Well, Becker Arena products we dealt with, we've dealt with for probably about 40 years. My father and I used to deal with them too. Uh, so yeah, I just started pounding the pavement. I actually knocked on doors and in the first two years we were in our first year we were in our, our basement. Right. And I actually used to deliver nets and bumpers and packages to the um our customers in the um Toronto area. And I guess we've just grown from there. Right, right. So hmm. let's talk about uh, your customers you deal with, and specifically the big one, uh, the NHL. Yeah. You uh, you mentioned uh, your uh, father-in-law was approached by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Where hmm. where is that relationship now? Is it uh, is it one where you're exclusive with the NHL and all the arenas? Yeah. yeah. Um, we've been exclusive with the NHL since I started working with the NHL in 1998 through a distributor, uh, someone that distributed our product distributed to the NHL. Um, so we were just, you know, behind the scenes at the time. And then a couple years later, I'm not really sure what happened to that uh, relationship with that distributor, but the puck started going through the nets. Um, it was, I think it was 2001. 
I think that's what yes, 2001. That. I think they went through Dallas and and sorry, it was a long time. <laughs> but just to give you a history, we were we were sitting at home one night and it was 11 o'clock at night. It was Thanksgiving weekend. And Claude Lozell from I believe he played with the Detroit Red Wings called yes. us. And he, my daughter, Allison, as you know, Marty, um, she, she was 16 or 15 at the time, answered the phone, but um, hung up by mistake. So then a few minutes later, we got a phone call and she came running out with the phone and handed it to my husband, Gary. And Claude Lozell said to him, did you know that a puck went through the net? And my husband said to him, well, isn't the goalie supposed to stop the puck? Well, you got to keep in mind, <laughs> this was 11 o'clock at night. And we're just total silence from Claude Lozell. So he took a breath and he just said, um, okay, we need your help. Because um, once a puck goes to the net in the NHL, that's really bad. So they found that a lot of the nets in the 30, I think it was 30 teams at the time, the mesh size was too big. So that weekend, we went to work, we came down on a Sunday, we cut two pair to rush out to the two teams that the pucks went through. And then in the meantime, Dan, that's when I first started dealing with Dan Craig. Um, he right. called me and asked me if I could get out 30 sets of nets, like within a couple of days. And wow. we, we didn't have the netting. So um, obviously we did get the netting made up um, and so within the two weeks, we replaced all the nets. And from there, we just started forming a relationship uh, with the NHL. Interesting. So, uh, so the protected, been, sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's been 20, 20, almost 23 years that we've been with them. Nice. As exclusive uh, suppliers. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's amazing. They're, they're great people to work for. So take take that uh, story a little bit further. Protective netting. Um, mm -hmm. Speak speak to that. Uh, speak to the audience regarding what that really means. Uh, we were approached. Uh, I think it was. I might. Sorry, the dates are. I think it was 2001. Also, when that little girl um, was hit by a puck. Uh, she was 13. Was it in yes. Columbus? Yeah, Columbus. Columbus. Um, we were called again by the NHL, so we started doing a lot of testing with them. Um, we worked with Martin and Martin Consulting, so we had to get we had three nets uh, approved for in-house use in the NHL. Um, well, at one time we were doing 29 teams, but now they're they've switched to Kevlar, which is thinner and stronger, stronger, and it, the visual is a lot better for the fans to see through it. So yeah, the protective netting we worked really closely with the NHL just to like perfect it as well as we could. Right, right. And it's working so, really well. Yeah, and definitely um, since the unfortunate incident uh, uh, yeah. in Columbus, um, it certainly has uh, played a role in uh, protecting the uh, patrons in facilities. Just for our audience, if they're not sure what we're talking about, if you uh, uh, look behind the nets above the glass, that's where the protective netting on both ends is actually installed uh, for, of course, protecting the uh, customers uh, uh, at the arenas. Well, we, we also had the monofilament netting in the NHL, but I happened to have went to a game one time and I was sitting behind the goal and I noticed there was some holes and I immediately called um, the facility operator to make him aware of this, but he said with the conversion all the time, it catches onto whatever when you're pulling it up and down 
so we pulled that. I, I called Dan Craig and I just told him I wasn't comfortable having that in the NHL. So we actually pulled that product. So I, the only one we have now is a black and white, but as we were saying earlier, the Kevlar is the more dominant one in the NHL now. Your Kevlar platina netting. Yeah, Kevlar and platina. Right, right. So it's like a cut resistance or, or break resistance, if you will, uh, yeah. type of yeah. product. There mm -hmm. you go. There's more so, of a guarantee. Right. So the other mm -hmm. uh, customer base you're dealing with outside of the, the NHL, uh, municipalities, uh, uh, North America, yep. how far do you guys reach? Do you guys reach around the world? Yeah, everywhere. Um, like once or twice a year, we get a call from like Australia and, you know, they, there's a pretty passionate kind of hockey base out there. And there's guys who are just like, we just want what the NHL has and they'll pay anything to get it. Um, we've also done work for the NHL in China uh, when they went there for the games a couple of years ago. And then, you know, uh, we have distributors in England that distribute throughout Europe. Yeah, Russia, Japan. Um, we've supplied to Dubai. Uh, we supply all over Canada. We have distributors in every province. Um, and we supply the U.S. Right, also. right. So will we uh, be seeing the ProNet Sports uh, product in 2022 in Beijing? I believe so. Lake Tahoe in February. Uh, okay. We do all the outdoor games. Yeah, we personally uh, tie those on. Yeah, we personally tie those on for um, the NHL. Like any um, outdoor all-star games, any events they have, we usually go to BAM Production Studios and, and Ryan and Allison go and tie them on. So help me, I'm trying to visualize that, an outdoor rink. Um, to typically, you're, you're tying off to a ceiling of, of structure of some sort inside an arena. Um, there is no ceiling in an outdoor rink. Help me understand, help the audience understand. <laughs> How does that actually work? Walk, walk us through that. Uh, we don't do, really deal with the protective netting for those events. It's really just like the frames and, and uh, like everything that goes on the actual hockey net. Okay, um, okay. That's that's all like the the crews at those uh, venues, um, yeah. Like it's we don't do a ton of installation with with protective safety netting. We're a small company. Um, most of the distributors that we have will install it themselves or have a company that does it. Right, right. Well, let's talk about the the uh, the nets themselves that uh, has brought you to to where ProNet Sports is today. Um, let's talk about uh, maintenance. Um, what, uh, what type of SOP you uh, recommend for municipal uh, rink uh, operators, uh, management uh, to put in play um, when season ends, during season? Maybe you can share with the audience what that looks like. What do you mean, with the, ho the hockey netting themselves or the frames? Um, oh, both, both. Yeah, yeah. Well, usually at the end of the season, depending on how damaged or puck marked the uh, frames are, a lot of times the um, the arenas will send these out to uh, get them sandblasted and then repainted. Um, our netting usually lasts, depending on the wear and tear, yeah. two to three years. Um, we just recommend that they keep an eye on it if it's cut. Yeah. Um, if it starts sagging, then the, normally the arena uh, operator will uh, retie it. I guess just they just have to keep care of everything yeah yeah and then the nhl yeah. um everybody every season has to uh at the start of the season has to have a new package on um and then 
it used to be if you made the playoffs, you put new nets on, and now it's more if you make like the next round. After the like first it, round, you'll get it. Right, second round, second round. So was ProNet yeah. Sports involved in the design for the uh, goalie cameras and protecting those? Was uh, was that one of the projects you guys worked on? Yeah, yeah, we worked on those um, for quite a few years. There was always, we'd make something and then it didn't, whatever the um, transmitters that they put inside um, wouldn't fit or was too big. And certain arenas have different size transmitters or cameras. So we've done a lot of specialty work. We actually went down to um, when it, the Air Canada Centre uh, probably five, six years ago, and we did measurements with, uh, I think it was NBC, the broadcasting guy. So we did those. We bring them down, then they try them out. And it took quite a few years to get where we are today, and they still could change. Uh, it just depends on what goes actually inside that camera box. But yeah, we worked really closely with um, Mike Craig and Dan Craig with that project. And JR. And JR Boyle also quite closely. Okay. Right. So outside mm -hmm. of the NHL, talk to us about who other uh, who your other customers are. Um, are we in uh, Division One, NCAA, Division Three? Do you guys reach that far? There are teams. Uh, yeah. Um, like we do custom work for um, like Penn State, uh, Northwestern. Um, there's a, a couple other schools like, you know, we'll get as the like the NHL has their logo on the back and the net on the net protector. We'll put it on for them. They'll take a package of stuff uh, to put on their frames. Uh, but at the, the NCAA doesn't really regulate the way that, you know, leagues like the CHL or uh, the NHL do. Um, but they, so we make the best netting. So they yeah. come to us. And we're one, we're probably the, one of the largest netting manufacturers in North, North America now. Um, we are all, we are in the um, NHL rule book. We're in the AHL rule book, and I believe we're in the WHL rule book now. So that's where they have to buy their product is from Pronet Sports. Right, which and is, that's that that, that is the mandatory when you say rule book. That's mandatory that these uh, yeah. affiliations. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, what other projects are you presently working on with the NHL that maybe you could share with the audience? <laughs> When, when we have time. <laughs> yeah, COVID's been a, a strange year for yeah. that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, normally, maybe two, three times a year, we'll see like Dan Craig, Derek King, Mike Craig, uh, just for changes that, that they'll be making, especially with the tech that's in the frames now where there's cameras mounted in the frames. They're changing that stuff almost every year or two. Um, and it'll just be slight adjustments, but, you know, they're always trying to improve the you know the tech within the frame and stuff like that um yeah we we just designed last year or two years ago the do you know the camera that hangs down from the top of the frame yes we, we they call it the pill so we did a pill covering for that um yeah we're always trying to make improvements to the frame also like we have the clear end net protectors now and that's just so referees can see it yeah. easier into into the frames yeah the referees have a better visual um, we designed the clear tops. Uh, that was probably seven, eight years ago where we tried um, uh, plexiglass on the top. We tried everything because the um, media or HD cameras couldn't see when the puck went into the net. So we were trying to make the top of the net less obstructive. So that took quite a few years to actually implement that. So that's 
that hasn't been changed for a long time. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. can't see that being changed anytime soon. But other product lines uh, that you guys uh, produce and and manufacture and supply to the industry. What else can you share with the audience? Um, we pretty much do anything that's netting. Uh, right now, uh, we are finding because a lot of families are at home, uh, we're supplying a lot of um, small nets for our parents to put up around arenas. Uh, we uh, have a distributor that builds sport courts and he's been crazy busy this year. So we provide the netting for that. Um, we have another customer, uh, I, I think you know them, First Line Rinks. Um, he does outdoor uh, arenas and we're doing a lot of work for them too. But um, I don't know what else we do, uh, anything netting. We make Zamboni towels. Uh like for the spreader towels for the back of the Zamboni, um, you know, maybe you guys might be interested in that, but yeah, uh, you, you might be interested uh, in those. <laughs> I, I think I've seen a couple of those around. Yes. Is that a Terry or is that a synthetic? It's microfiber cloth. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, you know, it works really well. We actually, I think one of your, um, one of your guys distributors in Quebec purchased them from us. Yes. I, but yeah, I know we make spreader towels. Yeah, all uh, the accessories you'd find on yeah. on a hockey net, um, like that's our bread and butter. Yeah, um, is hockey like anything to do with netting with hockey, um, or or the accessories, like that would be like probably ninety percent of what we do. Yeah, we do a lot of a, a lot of hockey, which would would I never ever thought that this would be a full time business when I started this twenty three years ago. Actually, it was going to be kind of part time, but now it's just evolved into a full-time, busy, busy time, which is we're we're really fortunate. Even through COVID, um, we're busy right now, so we're very fortunate. Right, right. Uh, we do a, volleyball, huh? Sorry? Yeah, that, no, go ahead. That's where I was going to lead to outside of the uh, hockey industry. <laughs> yeah, we can do volleyball, tennis, soccer. Um, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much anything. Like we have a sewer who can make you anything you can think of if, it, if you got netting and vinyl like whatever your idea is she can do it yeah um like she's pretty incredible so it's you know the the nhl calls her fantastic her name's van her name is van so they call her fantastic <laughs> and she's one of your employers yeah. employees yeah okay wow yeah fantastic i have to remember that what about uh, what about the webbing in the uh, in the actual goalie's glove? Do you guys uh, get involved in that? Say with Vaughn or whatever Vaughn Sports? Mm, no. No, we haven't. But if you want to direct them to us, we could, <laughs> uh, we could probably help them out. Uh, there you go. Let's talk about the industry uh, specifically. Uh, um, uh, uh, FOMA, and I know Christine, uh, you folks have been involved uh, with FOMA. How long have you been involved yeah. with FOMA? Uh, the first FOMA I went to was 2013. Okay. We were invited just, I, I don't know if it, they just decided that because we were doing the netting for the NHL and the frames, that it would be a good opportunity. Like it was Dan Craig that invited us and he felt it'd be a good opportunity that we started to get to know all the facility operators and work more with them one-on-one. -on -one. Because um, at one time, uh, Dan would just call me and say, okay, August 1st, send all the teams their packages. So now, since then, um, we've got, from going to FOMA, we've established relationships with a lot of the guys, right. and they just call us now, and they put their order in, and 
so they don't really have to go through Dan Craig anymore. So we can give more of a personal um, touch to what they want and what they require. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. Wasn't the fir the first year you guys went? Wasn't that when they changed to the to the thin yes. top netting? And you guys, we yeah. started doing demonstrations for the NHL at FOMA. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Now, now it's basically a, a yearly thing, mm -hmm. just because little things change every year, and um, it's like it's different than it used to be ten years ago. Tying on an NHL package, it's not as simple as it was. Right. There's so many more components than a regular person would put on a net. Right. Um, so we just we just have a face to face and a, a kind of like a maybe half hour discussion with them with a frame present uh, during their meetings, so that. And then obviously during the trade show, we can have face-to-faces with anybody with more questions. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so let, let me ask you this question because I, I wouldn't know uh, from uh, from a handbasket uh, how to uh, web it, uh, and weave a net and uh, install netting on a uh, actual structure. Um, and if I wanted to, uh, and I was working as an operator in an arena and I had uh, ProNet Sports product, is there any sort mm -hmm. of tutorial videos that you guys offer to your customer base uh, that they can go to and uh, – do-it-yourself, if you will, type of uh, uh, video training? Yeah, on our we have a YouTube page that just has, uh, for like a basic package for any community arena, has has uh, like they're like two, three-minute long videos for each kind of step. Um, for the NHL, we actually made a video uh, that we put on a jump drive every year and put them in the box with their package, and that way they can see like the way that we would do it. Right. Um, and, and like, I mean, we have guys call just to make sure we're stuff too. Like we're always open to questions, uh, like all year. If people have any issues with stuff, like, you know, we're always asking for, we can never get enough feedback. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we do have an instructional video on our, if for, for regular people for our, uh, hockey nets, if you were looking to just get some tips. Sure. And where, where would they go to uh, find that information, Ryan, uh, Christine? Uh, you, on YouTube, but the NHL package, we we would we have it here. Um, we're gonna put it on our website at some, to, point, yeah. at some point. How to tie on an NHL package? It, it was always very specific to them, so we would put them on a zip drive and give it to them at the trade show, or we would send it with their package, and they've all found it very very useful, because um, it it is a challenging thing to tie on it's the deep. NHL. And I think our YouTube page is Pronet Sports, if that's the question you're actually asking. Yeah, yeah pronetsports.ca.com.net. What is it? Pronetsports.ca is our website, but I think on YouTube, our YouTube page is Pronet Sports. Pronet Sports. If you were looking for the, the basic instructions. There you go, audience. That's where you want to go to if you want to learn how to uh, web. Uh, is it? Am I saying it properly, web a net? Or, or how do you? What's yeah, we, just say, we say lace. Lace. But, yeah, like a, like a shoe, right? Because you're just using string. Yes. So, uh, so if you have like about six hours one day, if you want to come here, we Brian'd be happy to show you how to do one. <laughs> That's just one. It might be longer uh, than that too. <laughs> we can do a give and take. I can teach you how to drive a zamboni and do a flight. You can show me how to uh, lace a net. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> right? There you go. Perfect. Actually, uh, Ryan and, and Allison went to the Scotiabank Arena last week, and they got there at 7:30 in the morning. They tied on their game nets and their practice nets, and I think they were done at six. Yeah. And that was with three people. Wow. And that's how yeah. many nets? Four nets Four. between the three of us. Four nets. Wow. Yeah, they, that's a long they time. had a lot of blisters. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So is there any sort of like I'm thinking a kneeling and hook, any sort of hook you use to grab onto this or is it just using your hands the whole time? Yeah, uh, yeah like sometimes we'll use tweezers. Um, I've seen guys bend the ends of like uh, screwdrivers mm-hmm. so that they, you can push it in. Um, but uh, me, for the most part, like, I mean, we tie on like uh, 30, 40 pairs of nets a year. Like at this point, I kind of just know how to feed it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do it with your like, eyes closed. Oh, almost. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Christine. You, you don't get involved in that part. You just. You uh, just I did try. It. I did try. I did. Yeah. I just it. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we recognize what our strengths, what our weaknesses are, and and go forward with that. Obviously, yeah. yours is building the business and um, making the sales and relationships, and you got the great people behind you uh, doing those things that need to be done. Well, folks, well, I think we've come to an end. I just want to uh, thank everyone for listening to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts podcast. If you have a question for the our, one of our experts or an idea for a future episode, please email your questions or requests to info at zamboni.com. Again, Christine and Ryan, thank you very kindly for coming on and uh, sharing. Thank you the, for uh, inviting us. Oh, so much. So welcome. And uh, we look forward and I look forward to seeing you folks soon, whenever that soon is. Thanks again for coming on board. Audience, for more information or additional podcast episodes, please visit Zamboni.com forward slash podcast or search Ask the Zamboni Experts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This is Marty Elliott, your host, wishing you an ice day. <laughs>